This is episode 24.3 of Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible, a new, much funnier translation of the entire Hebrew Bible, written by me, David Tuckman. I'm coming to you from my living room, slickly edited over some room tone to make it sound like I'm whispering to you before the show. Each month on the show, a guest joins me to read as much of the Old Testament as they can while I make fun of it. This month, I'm joined by Jewish rapper extraordinaire Wylove as we read I Was Revealed, a.k.a. Va'era, the second portion in the book of Exodus, which I call Names. Wylove sang a few songs at the live show, but unfortunately we couldn't record them properly to share with you. We might reference them, and I'm sorry you couldn't hear them, but it's just another reason to come out to the live shows. Speaking of live shows, the next one will be at Beauty Bar in New York City on October 27th with Rish Groner at 8pm and online soon after. Enjoy! Previously, in the Bible. When Avram was 99 years old, Jehovah appeared to him. I am El Shaddai, God said. You and the generations that follow you shall make me your God. In return, I will give you the land in which you are now a stranger. The entire count of souls of House Yaakov going to Mitzrayim was 70. A new king rose over Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim enslaved the Hebrews. One of Jehovah's messengers appeared to Moshe as a mass of flame inside a bush. Elohim called to Moshe from inside the bush. I am the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Go to Faro and take my nations from Mitzrayim. Moshe and Aaron went to Paro. Please let us go. Don't give the people straw to make their bricks like you did yesterday in the day before Pyro commanded his slave drivers. The sons of Israel saw how screwed they were. I am Hashem, Hashem said to Moshe. Say everything I say to you to Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim. I will harden Pharaoh's heart and make a whole lot of signs and wonders in Mitzrayim. All the water in the river turned to blood. For thousands of years, we've been under the impression the Bible was meant to be taken seriously. Finally, a new translation that'll change all that. This is Oh My God, What the Fuck Bible! Chapter 18, in which a bunch of frogs is considered a plague. Exodus 7.25 to 8.11. Now, you might have lost track of the time. Now we are seven days later. Seven days have passed since Hashem struck the river. Wait, I thought Moshe and Aaron did the hitting. Also, isn't the river still full of blood? We never got rid of that. Right. This is still a pressing issue in (laughs) their domestic relations. Uh, It's been seven days since they had potable water in the country, but they're still going strong. They've already established the Office of Blood Management, and uh, they've been working through it. It's in committee. They all just turned to vampires. (laughs) Go to Pharaoh, Hashem said to Moshe, and say, this is what Hashem said. Send my nation so they can serve me. If you don't send them, I will cover your borders with frogs. The, te- the river will teem with them. The blood They'll river. They'll ri- rise out of the river and come to your homes, your halls, and into your beds. They'll go to your slaves' houses and those of your people, creeping into your ovens and into your kneading bowls. So if this was France, they'd just be totally cool with it and bake them, but... <laughs> the frogs will be inside you and your people. Literally inside them. The commentaries say they'll crawl into their intestines, hamster and Richard Gere style. What movie is that where the frog jumps out like alien style? I don't know. There's it that story at the beginning of... <laughs> um, oh, that's, is that a Mel Brooks thing? Spaceballs. Spaceballs, Spaceballs. that's yeah. it. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. <laughs> Can never say that joke in front of a Jewish crowd and expect someone not to know it. Yeah. Uh, tell Aharon, Hashem said to Moshe, hold your staff over the rivers, canals, and ponds. Raise the frogs. Release the frogs. <laughs> 
They will descend on Mitzrayim. Wait, what happened to warning Paro first? I feel like we keep skipping that very important part. <laughs> Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Mitzrayim, brought forth the frogs, and covered Mitzrayim. The magicians also inundated Mitzrayim with frogs, using their spells. Well, oh my god, the magicians are really kind of screwing over their own country, but I feel like it's again them just being waving their wands and be like, see, we did that. We now have twice the blood yeah. and twice the frog. Yes. <laughs> Not helping. They're just doing wonderful Not things helping. Pharaoh summoned Moshe and Aaron. Beg Hashem to take these frogs away, he said. Really, though, why frogs? This was probably written by the same person who came up with the Pillar of Salt. I'll, I'll let your people go if you do. They can make sacrifices to Hashem. Now, here we go. They created twice the frogs. Beg Hashem to take these frogs away. Maximum frogs with no exit strategy. This is such a foreshadowing. <laughs> you have the honor of deciding when to let us go, Moshe. Oh, Moshe. Diplomatic to the very end. Then I will beg for you, your slaves, and your nation. I'll ask Hashem to take away the frogs that are in you. In your butt. And your house. They'll only be in the river. <laughs> Tomorrow, Pharaoh said, as you wish, like Princess Bride. Yep. As you wish, and you know, and you will know that there are none like Hashem, our Elohim. The frogs will leave you, your house, your slaves, and your nation. They'll only be in the river. Why is he so focused on the river? He's like a five-year-old who just learned where frogs live, I think. You know where frogs live? They live in bands down by the river. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Moshe and Aaron left Pharaoh. Moshe screamed at Hashem about the frogs he, that, like he told Pharaoh he would. Hashem listened to Moshe. The frogs died in the houses, the courtyards, and the fields. So now they have rancid, rotting, yep. dead frogs. No water. They piled no water. It's still blood. They piled them in massive heaps, and, he, and the land stank. When Pharaoh saw release had, relief had come, he hardened his heart. This is relief? Yeah. He, when Pharaoh saw relief had come, he hardened his heart. He didn't listen to them, just like Hashem said. I feel like this is a pattern that might repeat itself, but that's episode, or chapter 18. Let's hear it for chapter 19, or let's just read it. In which... <laughs> chapter 18, yeah. In which you won't... Or chapter 19, in which you won't believe what Aaron does with dust. Exodus 8.12 to 8.20. Did you find out about my boy Aaron and doing dust? No. Oh, sorry. This is totally <laughs> different. All right. No, let's talk about that later. <laughs> in, which, in which you won't believe. Uh, so, tell Aaron, Hashem said to Moshe, smack the dust with your stick. There will be lice everywhere in Mitzrayim. As Teddy Roosevelt once said, speak softly and carry a magic stick. Mm. The stick brings about the lice. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's go on. <laughs> That's what they did. Aaron hit the dust of the earth with his staff. Oh. Lice were on every man and animal. All the dust in Mitzrayim became lice. All the dust. That's a lot of lice. But at least there was no more dust in Egypt, so the housekeepers had a good time. Mitzrayim's magicians tried to make lice. They couldn't. Every man and animal was covered with lice. This is Elohim's finger, the magician said to Pharaoh. Specifically the middle one. Pharaoh's heart was strengthened. Um, so that's oddly a positive word as opposed to hardened. I don't know. I mean, strengthen is a vayitzah. I don't know how that happened, but that's what happened. He didn't listen to Moshe and Aaron, just like Hashem said. Get up early, Hashem said to Moshe, and go to Pharaoh when he's getting out of the water. Again, at bath time, at bathroom time, let the guy play with his freaking duckies. This is like vaguely mafia movie-esque, though, I think. 
like meeting the guy when he goes to take his bath. They're sitting in a, in a bathhouse in a schwitz with Paro. I want you to imagine how that must have smelled. Yeah. He's standing in a river full of blood next to a bunch of dead, dying, de <laughs> decaying, rotting frogs and flies and lice. Yeah. And this is an, a regular AM diplom diplomatic visit. And he's still okay not sending the people. <laughs> Tell him, this is what Hashem says. Send my nation so that they can worship me. If you don't send my nation, I will send the swarm. The swarm! First Wu-Tang concert <laughs> on record. If you don't send my nation, I will send the swarm. To you, your slaves, your country, and your house. The swarm will fill Mitzrayim's houses, not Foursquare, but the swarm will fill Mitzrayim's houses and the land you are on. So this is a tricky one. Everyone says it's wild beasts, but Arov, which is the word, just means like a mixture. Uh, it can mean, Erev means evening, the mixture of day and night. So it's just the swarm. I like that. This is the, yet again, first DJ to say, this is the remix. Uh, hey, it's the mix. Yeah. Arov. Uh, when it does, I will set Goshen, where my nation is hanging out apart. There won't be any swarm there. That way you'll know that I, Hashem, was within the land. I will redeem my nation from yours. The sign will come tomorrow. This is the second reference to tomorrow. Next day delivery like FedEx. Yep. hope worked fast. <laughs> 24 hours guaranteed. Believe that. Swarm Hashem delivery. did. A great swarm came to Pharaoh's house his slaves' houses, and the whole country. The land was just slaughtered by the swamp. Let's hear it for chapter 19. Do you want to do another? This is chapter 20, in which Paro responds exactly how you'd expect. Exodus 8.21 to 8.28. Paro summoned Moshe and Aaron. Go, he said. Make sacrifices to Yah Elohim, but do it in this country. Okay, it's going to happen. That wouldn't be right. Oh, take what you can get, Moshe. Moshe said... We sacrifice the abomination of Mitzrayim to our Elohim Hashem. So he's talking about goats. Mitzrayim apparently loves goats so much they can't bear to see the Jews sacrifice them, or the Hebrews. According to Rashi, it was one of their deities, which sucks because goats are delicious, especially the cheese. How can we sacrifice Mitzrayim's abomination in front of them without them stoning us? We'll walk a three-day journey in the desert and sacrifice to Hashem, our Elohim, like he tells us to. Oh, he's being clever. Fine. I'll send you, and you can sacrifice to Hashem, your Elohim. But, Pharaoh said, just don't go far and plead for me. God, Zooks, Moshe said. <laughs> when I leave you, I'll plead with Hashem to take the swarm away from Pharaoh, his slaves, and his nation tomorrow. But don't let Pharaoh add to his deceit and fail to send the nation to sacrifice to Hashem. Very slick, Moshe. Moshe left Pharaoh and pledged to Hashem. Hashem did what Yosef said and removed the swarm from Pharaoh, his slaves, and his nation. Not a single one was left. Once again, Pharaoh hardened his heart this time and didn't send the nation. So this time, Paro did it, actually, not God. It seems intentional. Why is he picking a fight with God? That's a bad idea. Chapter 21, in which pretty much all of Mitzrayim's economy is wiped out, forgetting the blood and the disgusting corpses. Exodus 9.1 to 9.7. Go to Pharaoh, Hashem says to Moshe, and say, This is what Hashem, the Elohim of the Hebrews, says. Uh, Moshe's just bouncing back and forth now, which must be exhausting. Can Yehovah just call Pharaoh directly at this point? This is how you know that there was no Facebook. Yeah. Send my nation just so they can serve the me. If you hesitate and hold on to them, Hashem's hand will be in your livestock in the field. Ew, Hashem's gross. 
If <laughs> there'll be a very heavy sickness in the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the cattle, and the sheep. Hashem. Wait, whose voice are we in now? Jehovah was talking, and now he's talking to the third person, to Moshe. I don't get it. Let's go. Hashem, this is Hashem. This is Hashem, Hashem. telling Moshe to what to say to Pharaoh. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Referring oh, to God. what's about to happen <laughs> in the third person. Hashem will <sighs> separate the livestock of Yisrael from Mitzrayim. Not a single thing owned by the sons of Yisrael will die. Hashem has set the date. Tomorrow he will bring this, the, this pestilence to the land. Wouldn't you know it? The next day... <laughs> Hashem did it. All the livestock of Mitzrayim died. So I feel like this is the point um, in negotiations when all of the animals in your country are dead. That's kind of the point where you should give up. It's a sunk cost thing. I don't know why. Okay, but how well were they doing up until this point? There's no water. (laughs) No. There's lice. Right. There was frogs. Like... You know, the swarm. You're really not getting that quality. You're not getting Kobe beef at this point. But now, um, yeah, you're not getting, yeah. <laughs> it's all what's left. Exactly. Just a bunch of marrow, marrow bones walking around in the field. Uh, so the next day, Hashem did it. All the livestock of Mitzrayim died, but not a single one of the sons of Yisrael's livestock perished. When Pharaoh learned of all of Yisrael's animals lived, learned that all of Israel's animals lived, he hardened his heart and didn't send the nation. Oh, sure, because he learned they live. That's why. Mm. That's all we've got time for this week. If you like the show, please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and the web. Or drop me a line at omgwtfbible at gmail.com. And please share the show with all your friends and rate and review it on iTunes. It really helps. But most of all, be sure to listen to the next episode, because next time, in the Bible... Boils. Dripping bloody boils, flowering forth <laughs> on man and animal. <laughs> no. <laughs>